Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time with Elliot Danka, Timothy Go, and Chua Tiantian. It's time now for In the Spotlight. Uh, Tim, do you subconsciously judge people the first time you meet them? Of course. <laughs> you try not to, but I think it's human nature. Yeah. Where do you think this uh, so-called criteria of judgment comes from? I think it's all the learned things we have learned throughout our lives and our, our shared experiences as well of what and how we perceive people. Yeah. Yeah, so you sort of like movement. You can't help but accidentally put people in certain brackets, right? Until they prove themselves wrong. Until they prove themselves wrong. (laughs) That's a good one. Uh, Yeah, we've all got our own checklists. uh, And I'm sure you've done these personality tests Mm -hmm. as well. Do you consider them accurate? Uh, Accurate in the sense that I think anyone who has a little bit of brain matter or smart enough to manipulate to get the result that you want can do so easily if you don't just read those tests uh, on the surface. Yeah, you want to engineer a yeah. personality mm-hmm. based on those tests, right? Uh, well, our next guest uh, is the founder of Singapore's first AI-powered personality profiler called Mind Reader, and it proves uh, that it's more than just those tests. Mm-hmm. When it comes to personalities, he's a certified uh, Myers-Briggs type indicator specialist. Uh, he's helped brands like AIA, Prudential, Citibank with uh, communications training. Uh, and he's been studying personality typology for over a decade now. So deriving the concept of profiling from MBTI and developing a framework based on the David Kiersey temperament sorter, he has also trained his AI model to skillfully analyze individuals based on their social media texts with up to 90% accuracy. Hmm. That should be quite interesting. Well, uh, we've got him on the line right now. Ethan Lim, the founder of MindReader, is with us. Ethan, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah. Thanks a lot for bearing with us and our technical difficulties. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right, uh, Ethan, first of all, tell us about uh, MindReader. What is the background of, uh, of MindReader and how you're helping businesses? Uh, okay, great. So I think one of the reasons why I even started this in the first place is doing my background, right? I studied about personality profiling for over a decade, right? And I looked at various personality systems. And one of the things I realized is that if people could understand themselves a little better and people could understand others, I mean, there'll be much better understanding and much better uh, communication. So one of the things I did was to take this to the sales industry, right, where there was high stakes communication. You got to meet someone for the first time. And in that first few minutes, you got to make a great impression. You got to communicate well so that that communication can become successful. So one of the things I realized in my years of training is that they find it hard to, let's say, implement what I teach and uh, long after, let's say, the training they can't remember, right? So one of the things I decided to do was to create this AI tool. Uh, this AI tool essentially helped anyone in a high-stakes communication situation where let's say in a very short time, you've got to persuade, influence, connect with this person. That's where my reader AI really comes out and really shines. Mm. Ethan, it's an interesting uh, and a very tricky one that you talk about there. And, and I'm, I'm just picking up on how the AI is going to help someone read in a high-stakes situation. Is it too big a responsibility to be able to read body language and, and profile people? People don't know how to, how should I say, adjust. And if we use the AI, doesn't that make us a bit lazy when it comes to reading a person in a room? Uh, okay, that's, that's, a great <laughs> question. that's a great question. And so I think the AI doesn't really like replace okay. what we do. 
right? It kind of enhances what we do. So in, in essence, when I teach uh, about personality profiling, in essence, at the heart of it, I'm teaching people to be more open and more aware of how people are speaking to us. Ah. So, so when, AI, when AI comes about, what it does is it tells you, hey, uh, I know this is your usual style, but this is why you need to adjust yourself to talk to this person. And it actually takes conscious effort to do so because we yeah. subconsciously like to use our own style, our own way of communicating, right? Yeah. But with the tool, it actually gives you the mental reminder that, hey, this person is different from you. Hey, you've got to adjust yourself a bit. So really at the heart of it all, it's not about like, boxing someone in or trying to put everyone in a box or manipulating people. It's really mm. just learning about use the AI, you can learn how you can communicate better. And so there's a bit of self-reflection and a bit of humbling, you put it that okay. way. Like, okay, your way is not the be- only way, your way is not the best way. You know? okay. yeah. But uh, AI, Ethan, is also yeah. learning from us yeah. and it also is dependent on the data that uh, we put in there. So how often is this being done so that the results will be as accurate as if it's a human yeah. doing it. Yeah, I think that's a great question. Uh, there's two main fields of AI. One is supervised learning and the other is unsupervised learning. When you say AI learns from us without our supervision, it's called unsupervised learning. And that's a really like scary future, right? But yeah. right now what we're using is a supervised learning. So what we do is that we actually uh, teach the computer. Let's say there are thousands of people who have self-declared them, their personality type on the internet, mm-hmm. right? Where they say, oh, I'm this type. Or oh, the people I've trained over the years, you know, they have mm-hmm. declared their personality type. That's when I use the text they use and also the face. And then with these two fact data points, I tell the computer, okay, uh, computer, this person is this type, this person is this type, this person is this type. And from there, the computer tries to make a prediction on, let's say, a new person. But how do we know if it's correct or not, right? Yeah. So we first have to test the computer, and then we'll see, okay, computer, you're wrong this time, okay? You've you got to improve that. So that's where we teach computer again until we feel that it's close enough. Uh, let's say, or we'll say about anywhere from a 70 to 90% success rate. Then if we say, okay, you're smart enough, okay, you can go out into the world and meet people. <laughs> you know, that, mm-hmm. that's essentially how we teach the AI. So it's a, it's a learned, but we supervise the learning. I'm curious to know more about this learning phase, Ethan, because I was a former criminal investigator and criminal profiling, a lot of empathy comes into play, you know, when you're you're trying to read a person's character. Um, You can also profile from, like how you mentioned, just sentence structure, uh, for example. So how far away, is there any more room for this AI to grow? What else are you teaching this AI in order to be able to get a more accurate reading? Uh, okay, I think that's a great question. Criminal profiling and personality profiling are two different fields altogether, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, one studies uh, whether they're guilty, whether they're lying, telling the truth, or whether, you know, it's character, right? Yeah. Personality is a very specific field of uh, study of the human behavior, right? Because there's many different ways. Personality means your preferences, what you like to do, how you like to communicate. But it doesn't mean you cannot communicate the other way, right? You can. All of us okay. can. We're, dynamic. We're actually dynamic human beings. We can actually learn new behaviors. Mm-hmm. We learn new traits. But the study of personality simply tells me uh, what you prefer, what you naturally prefer, you put it that way. So that's, that's all it does, really. So when we put across all the fields of profiling, personality profiling is actually one of it. Mm. Right? So I think one of the misconceptions a lot of people have, they think that personality profiling predicts a lot of things about a person, but it doesn't yeah. actually. Yeah. Right? It predicts a certain aspect of a person. Like, yeah. for example, if I predict your age, like I know your age, I can maybe predict certain things about you, but it doesn't mean... Yes. And, but I also cannot predict a lot of things about yes. you mm-hmm. just because of your age. So that's the idea, right? We can't, for example, we've got to know what it predicts and what it doesn't predict. Yeah. 
Can a brilliant mind outsmart an AI system like this? Uh, specifically, we're talking about psychopaths or criminals yeah. out there yeah. who are a lot smarter than we are. So can can they outsmart a system that is being fed data from what we give the AI system as well? Oh, of course, of course. I mean, the AI is limited in its uh, application at the moment, right? If someone intends to trick the AI, it's very easy to do it. It's so easy, right? But what we want to do is to take people in their natural circumstance, right, in their social media profiles, how they naturally write or how they look, and then predict a certain aspect of them. In this case, it's their natural preferences when it comes to communication. Right. Ethan, you said looking at, and I I get that, looking at social media profiles or, I mean, there I say it could expand even further to spending habits. And, well, you can buy stuff via social media these days. Um, Have you ever been faced with the question of privacy? I mean, if you're deriving characters or some form of baseline personality based on social media profiles, is it crossing the line? Have you been questioned on that? before? Um, yeah, I mean, definitely. Mm. But I think what we do, we don't actually like invade anyone's privacy in a sense. We take publicly available information. People upload their lives on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We yeah. all know that Facebook owns our data. <laughs> we don't know what they do with the data and we are perfectly yeah. fine with it, right? And then, you know, that's what we do. We don't even go near that, right? We don't store face data. We store a bit of text data that you put up, but these text data typically are available in the public domain, right? Sure. What we do is simply interpret the okay. data for you and tell you all oh, this person's communication style based on what we see is likely this. That's all we do, right? All right, all right. Yeah. So moving forward in the very near future, how much more can this uh, system evolve? Oh, well, um, there's tremendous application that we are building out right now. And um, we're building out this, maybe you can share a bit of uh, insight, but we are actually building this out, this thing called SalesGPT, right? I think, I think everyone kind of knows what's ChatGPT by now. Mm-hmm. So we just named it because we wanted to encapsulate what we're trying to do with this new project we're building. Um, so what we're building out is essentially a chatbot that can understand the nuance in human communication. So script generation, giving communication insights and strategies specific to the individual we are speaking to. So right now, ChatGPT is rather generic, right? The, the tips they give you, the insights they give you, they're quite generic. But what we want to do is to be able to, let's say, let's say I'm speaking to you and I'm this AI is able to know, okay, this is your type and this is the style in the language you want to build. So we're actually doing that right now. And uh, I think what this could mean, for example, it could be a chatbot that learns about you as you speak to it. So it learns about your personality as you learn. So it can speak to you in a way that you enjoy. That's one, right? Another two, the more dystopian sounding one is like a minority report future where, you know, the the camera can like, oh, oh, they know it's you and they will show you an ad that they know you will like, right? So which is what we're doing already, but personality introduces another dimension altogether. So imagine a camera, you walk past a camera and then ads could come out that really are personalized, not just the kind of products, but also the language in which the products are pitched to you, right? This could be a potential future that we're looking at. We are really very nascent at the moment. No, it sounds really exciting. And I see it as an assistant. Can can this evolved to be an assistant to, to criminal profilers? I mean, you talked about the camera angle, looking at voice stress analyzers, or even there I say, this is something that us humans cannot do, right? Uh, but maybe the AI can read micro expressions, you know, tell a real surprise from a fake surprise. Is this a future that we can look at? I mean, such technology is out there already, reading micro expressions. That's scary. So it's, it's, it's not even far out reading, right? So what I'm doing is a bit different from that. But what we can do is to combine all these to even 
present a more complete picture of a person? Mm. So the answer is yes, but we are in like different silos right yeah, now. Yeah. Eventually, silos will eventually come together to give a very full picture of a human. That That's possible, yeah. right? But I'm just working on one of those silos, actually. No, yeah. this is great for like HR and dating profiles, you know? <laughs> <laughs> don't, date a, don't date a psychopath. No, I'm serious. <laughs> exactly. I think uh, one of the things that we thought we could build out is also a dating app as well. But not like, we're not trying to replace like Tinder and all that, but we want to be able to help match people. uh, uh, Not just match people, but teach people how to have better dates. There you go. Hmm. It's a high stakes situation, right? So first impression counts. Uh, Communication needs to be successful. Okay, that's where my reader comes in. So yes, uh, that's something we'll be looking at into the near future. Yeah. Uh, This sounds exciting. uh, And thanks so much for taking the time to speak with us. Uh, We've been speaking with Ethan Lin, who's the founder of MindReader. Ethan, thank you again. Take care and have a great weekend ahead. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.